Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. And this is Martin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have two very exciting guests today. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. So jinx. <laughs> jinx. Yeah, why don't you introduce Stormy? Can you guys both introduce yourself, starting with Stormy? Yeah. Hi, guys. I am Stormy Nesbitt. I'm a graphic designer by day, illustrator by night, originally from Minnesota, and ended up in the desert. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Ayla. And Ayla. Hi, guys. I'm Ayla Olson. I run in everything but water during the day. And in the future, I will be running for office. All right. So, well, you, you have a, what's your major right now? Oh. At ASU? Public Service Public Policy with an emphasis in Emergency Management and Homeland Security. Oh, wow. Okay. With a minor in sustainability. Lovely. So, Lovely. You were mentioning you want to go to law school with that, right? Yes, yes. So after I graduate in December, I would love to go to law school, preferably ASU, because it's close and in-state tuition. Um, But yeah, and then environmental law would be amazing, or also social justice issues would be really cool. So... That's pretty awesome. So we have these young, powerful women that uh, women are on the show today. And certainly one thing that the show's about is supporting uh, young ladies like yourself. So we want to learn more about you. Women rule the world. It's yes, they do. Men think they do. Women actually do the ruling. Well, there's a saying. It's like behind every powerful man, there's a more powerful woman. Oh, so big time. Big time. I would say I that's would, very true. I would agree with that. I would absolutely. As a man, I would, I would agree with that. I know I, I, I couldn't do what I do without my wife, so. Oh, well, that's kind of cute. I, I would like to know how you got started with your art and how you have this huge empire of art and graphic art and the marketing. Empire. The empire. She does. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the cloud. Um, but, yeah, I had always been very passionate about art and creating as a youth, and my parents kind of fed me that, uh, you know, creative juices and gave me all the tools that I needed to kind of draw. And I used to draw on the walls, you know, back in the day. Like, the walls were, like, stucco. I don't know what that weird texture. The, the plaster or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to just, like, see stuff in the walls and, like, be drawing. When we moved out of our house when I was, like, eight, um, I had carved into the windowsills, and my mom didn't know that because, obviously, she wasn't looking at the windowsills. And she's like, well, what do you <laughs> you doing like what are you making screen print prints in here and I'm like I don't know I just thought it was cool it felt easy to mm-hmm. carve through so you know that kind of stemmed me as I went through life I was an athlete um and that track. kind of yeah I ran track and field but in high school I did basketball volleyball I kind of did a lot of things but my passion and heart was kind of in track and I was really good at it and it you know afforded me to go to college at pretty much any school that I wanted that's to. that's really impressive thank you yeah so Congrats. it was really cool like you know to be an athlete but at the end of the day my heart was always I'm still an artist a creative and so always wanted to dive into that and here I am you know 30 years later um, having a small business where I work with a lot of major brands and create art Uh, my art kind of started almost as activism a little bit um, but then just like kind of a way to kind of like show the beauty in my community and women in general because I'm really big on women empowerment and just how we can support is it frustrating at all to you that you didn't get paid for those years of being a college athlete because now those college athletes are getting paid. Yes. My sister was a D1 athlete at U of A, and it was, like, right before the 
athletes started getting paid because mm-hmm. I think that became legal like one or two yeah. years ago. Yeah, they they started the year after I graduated. They started feeding them like all meals. Like mm-hmm. they had to start to bring a restaurant on campus. Like so, yeah, it is frustrating, but yeah. also it's kind of like well, it's good that they're finally yeah. giving them the resources they deserve. Yeah, and like, I mean in reality, it's like you know we paved that way, right? Yeah. You know they realize kind of the things that we want to do and the things to make our experience better. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's kind of like everything that we do. Our parents do it for us. So that we have a better experience and yeah. you know i just happened to not get what they got but yeah. you know yeah i i feel like i would be a completely different person if i had endorsements to yeah. but don't you think it comes back to you in other ways and i think the the mind that focuses on your blessings and where you're going mm-hmm. i think really it, it tracks more positivity and more good things happen to you yeah i mean in reality yeah. like this is a better experience for me exactly. than being a track athlete i'm sure if god wanted that for me it would be grand but i feel like my life right now has been pretty grand and unexpected and i've been able to kind of do things that i didn't even know about or you know people are talking about me in rooms that i don't even know i'm even being brought up in right and so it's like the what i think is cool i'm like yeah i can do this because i'm an artist so yeah i can see myself on this stuff but then it's like I get reached out to like a music music group and they're like, uh, we want you to brand our whole entire, you know, campaign. And I'm like, why are you talking about me? Like, who am I? Like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't know you work in the entertainment world a little yes, bit too. I, I don't, I don't, okay. but they find me, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of the beauty of artists my art is, artists. you know, they're like, Hey, we see your vision. We align with it. And this is how we want to use like your skill set to, um, tell our story. So mm-hmm. it's all storytelling, right? It's just like mm-hmm. a visual way. And so, you know, I'm able to kind of do that, take what I do visually and creatively and bring it to other people in their businesses, even if it's music or I don't know. I so do you a, have worked with musicians? Yes, I've yes. done album artwork. Um, mm. I've done a clothing line with Forever 21. Really? Forever yeah. 21? Yeah, I had a whole wow. clothing line. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's very impressive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and I know yeah. you do a lot with Target and Yeah, uh, so Walmart I'm in, now. yeah. Yeah, so I have... That's that's not out Ma- yet. Marshall's. Oh, well, that's that's not secret. out yet. That's a uh, secret. She, spoiler alert. Yeah. All right, nobody tell so, anybody. So yeah, yeah, but so Marshall's um, and but TJ Marshall's, Max. TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Winners, um, which is uh, the international brand. Home Sense is international. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm in those um, stores uh, with various products. Such home as decor. Tell some of the products you have. Yeah, home decor, journal, mm-hmm. stationery, um, mugs, and things like that. So it really varies. Again, mm-hmm. had no idea about all half of this stuff, you know, uh, that my stuff could be on it. And so, you know, a lot of these companies come to me, they're like, what do you want your stuff on? And I'm like, I don't know, what sells? Like, <laughs> right, and then I present sells? it to my audience and they're like, um, why don't, why, wh- where, where is this? Where can I get my hands on this? And I'm like, you got to find it. You know, those are kind of those like hunt and find stores. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's exciting. That wow. is exciting. So what Very is your cool. favorite, like, kind of like artwork to do graphic design for? Is it album artwork or... What would you so say like, is like your, which one is the most fun for you? Yeah, I mean, I to be honest with you, I actually consider my graphic design completely separate than my art. Okay. Um, I look at graphic design as like a problem and a solve. So if you come mm. to me and say I have a business and I need to communicate with my audience, I'm like, okay, the problem is you don't have any way to kind of visually identify your business. This is what I'm going to give you so that your business can be identified. Nike, logo. You can identify that logo Definitely. everywhere. Apple. My art, right. Apple, great brands that you see their product, you know what it is, right? So that's kind of what I look at as graphic design. As an artist, I'm more of like, it's free. It's like, there's no bounds to it. It's, you can interpret it different. You can interpret it different. Everybody looks at it completely different, has a completely different experience. There's no rules, right? I could use the wrong color and nobody's going to be like, 
well, that's not right, right? A designer is going to pick that apart. We're going to be like, what, what, what were you thinking, right? Because there's no wrong or right in art. My yeah. mom's an artist. We have a family art gallery. And uh, but this is a quick little side story. Uh, both my kids had the same art teacher mm -hmm. in high school. And uh, I'm not going to say his name. And, and my daughter had, both kids had straight A's. And my daughter in art had straight A's. But my son had mono for a little bit. And so he came back and missed a little class. And he, anyway, he, he had to go to his baseball and so the clay, uh, the clay teacher, the art teacher said, oh, he has to come work on this clay or he's going to get all zeros and he's going to end up with a B. Mm -hmm. and, and then he judged some of his art pieces and gave him, I think, a C and a B. And I showed it to my mom and my mom's like, let me talk to that art teacher. <laughs> <laughs> as she should, as she should. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, and she said, she said with art. I was terrible at pottery. That Those deserved an F on that. <laughs> he was being pretty generous. But, uh, your grandmother didn't oh, wait, think so. While we're on the topic of uh, your art versus graphic design and separating the two, do you want to plug your like Instagram or social media for your art account? Yeah. Or? Um, it's Stormay underscore S-T-O-R-M-A. My name is Stormy originally, and my middle name is May, so I kind of merged them to Stormay. Oh, lovely. I love so, it. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's my Instagram account that you can find all the links to my website and kind of everything that I'm talking about and collabs and things like that all on my Instagram. I do share that with my community. It's awesome. so exciting to meet you. And, yeah, and no. I just I feel like there's so much that we can do, and we're really trying to inspire you to do more for saving the planet. Yeah. One, One show at a time. time. Um, that's our little catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so every time we say that, we need you guys to chime in. Yeah, okay. And speaking uh, of that... Yes, now we need to talk to Ayla. Ayla is a sustainability minor. So tell us a little bit about what you want to achieve uh, after you graduate with sustainability. So overall, I just want to create a better impact for future generations because if there's no world for them and they can't live the life that we did as kids, then what is the point of it? So I would like to... Just reach out to people and help them. And and so, how, how do you see yourself doing that? So I see myself doing that by reaching an audience, and by that I would love to run for an office, and then starting at the source and creating laws and creating regulations for corporations to follow so that it creates a bigger impact long term than just because we can all be conscious and do everyday little things. And I remember you said something about the Great Barrier Reef and yes. inspired you how? Yeah, so when I was in high school, the article about how the Great Barrier Reef was 70% oxidized, that broke my heart because one of the, th one of the things I want to do is um, scuba dive at the Great Barrier Reef and see it firsthand mm -hmm. and to find out that the Australian government knew about that and that it was oxidizing and didn't do anything for 12 years was really heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. So now it's getting better and healing, but that kind of inspired me and I figured out my passion through that and what I could do and how I can impact other people and affect other people through that. I would say snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef is on my bucket list. Did snorkeling? you end up doing it or no? No, no, I haven't done oh, it yet. Okay, so it's still on your bucket yes, list. Yes, yes, so it's still okay. something I want to do. So that's why it was something that was so yes. important to me. And Scuba and snorkeling, so much fun. I've, not, I've actually only snorkeled, but I... That's on my list. Is the, the well, I know if I was the Great Barrier Reef too. It just seems amazing. If I was scuba diving and I saw a shark, I would panic and then go up, <laughs> and then I would die from the bends. Probably not even get attacked by the shark. So I wouldn't uh, just have a snorkel on. So if I see a shark, I can just like go yeah. wherever I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like when you're doing the certification for scuba diving, they train you what to do in that situation. Oh, you see a yeah. shark, yeah, yeah, just shit your pants. Yeah. 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 Chet's always been scared of bees and sharks. It's, it's no, I should go in the 
yeah, when you were growing up is what it was. That's okay, you're a sociopath. Well, I'm a little scared of a great oh, white eating yeah, yeah. yeah. the water. Yeah. Like. I'm scared. I'm scared. Shark Week and Jaws ruined So you wouldn't go in one of those cages and have the sharks be around you? I know. I would do that. I would totally do that. Okay, because you're safe and in a confined space. I think I would get claustrophobic. Yeah, I'd be scared. You know, or what if I'm like on the edge because there's a shark here and there's one that comes behind me? Like, I feel like I'm a goner. Yeah. yeah. Avoiding well, situation. okay, this you sounds crazy. You use the buddy system. You throw your buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's true. The one that's yeah, exactly. Smiling. I would go yeah. in the cage, but I would watch my friend go in yeah. first <laughs> to make sure yeah. it's really <laughs> durable. Go, make sure you go with a really slow swimmer. That's all you got to do. So this sounds crazy, but I've always been not scared of water where I can see through the water if it's not murky. If I can see a shark swimming up to me, then I feel like I feel safe. Not under. So I have time to panic before it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever. It, it, it's psychological, and I feel like I'm, I feel safe that way. So what's on your bucket list for me? Bucket list? Yes. I mean, Do you have anything I, on your bucket list? I don't really have anything on my bucket list. Maybe, like, mm-hmm. life things, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to buy a house on the hills or something. I don't know. But, like, in terms of, That's like... That's a good like, one, honestly. I mean, I mean, I look at the houses here. I feel like when I moved to Arizona, I was like, wow, I want to be in one of those houses up there. Like, at the top, even though mm. the sun might get me, you know, my house might be... We- wearing your Gucci? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, in my Gucci robe, vest, whatever I decide to buy. Um, But yeah, I think as an artist, I have been able to kind of just let these things kind of experiences happen to me and kind of let God do what he wants to do in my life because... God introduced us. Yes, he did. It wasn't a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason, right? So, you know, I have seen opportunities come where I've been so heartbroken to be like, oh, they didn't pick me. And then the next thing a month later was like even bigger and... I'm like, oh my gosh, I was crying over this project that wasn't even like, and this one's even more exciting and bare. And so I think for me, like when I had those expectations, it was hard for me to let go of things, right? And understand that some doors are going to close and I have to be okay with it. But now I have that approach where I'm like, hey, this door closes, it's okay. It's not for me, right? I'm just not the person for that. And how can I move forward and kind Good of... Good things come out of bad things. It's exactly. so much healthier to live mm-hmm. life that way. Yeah. I was, we were talking earlier, yeah. you know, that I, most of my coaching, I think, is teaching people just that concept mm-hmm. alone, is, is learning how to reframe their expectations. And, you know, expectations and judgments are the beginning of suffering. So yes. you can, if you can just enjoy life, experience what it's bringing you, mm-hmm. and take the cues from the universe yeah. uh, and and follow them then you're gonna you're gonna win every yeah. time yeah no disappointments I love it <laughs> Ailey you were telling us earlier that you started out kind of in sustainability and in, in environmentalism but you saw that doing it one person at a time wasn't going to get you where you wanted so that's what inspired you for, for to look more into politics yes and to more into the legal yeah uh, to create how I could create a bigger longer lasting impact and as well faster mm-hmm. because i feel like it's deteriorating at a faster rate so we need to also catch up at a faster rate so 100 how we can do that in reaching the audience that we can Good. well and that's why uh, we were mentioning to you stormy if you can create some art mm-hmm. collaborate with us and we can do some uh you know pick up trash days yeah. and we'll really get the ball rolling with that yeah. so that yeah. your people can also be um, mm-hmm. help save the planet yeah that's right. That's yeah. true. Yes. Chet? 
Yeah, is that a question? Or a <laughs> statement? <laughs> well, we talked about that when he was in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. He so he wasn't, he didn't know about it. Yeah, so we were thinking of a community cleanup. Oh, and that's then right. of the materials, we take and create mixed media art. Uh, well, she does, but we can help her. <laughs> hey, we're not, I, we're not I, the yes, artist. I am now. I, I've been before, but yeah. I will. You yeah, know, that'd, be really that'd be really impressive. I think we could have a whole session. It's like we clean up, and then it's like, okay, let's do a class. How do we make art? How do we there not have go. expectations, Teach. right? You know? In the green room, I was invited to the uh, Oceans Alliance at mm -hmm. the United Nations. I felt very honored to be there three times, and each year they have an art exhibit that is exactly what you said. All the art is created from... Uh, remnants from the ocean mm -hmm. and it's just unbelievable you look at this and you're it's just wow I have pictures I'll show you later That's awesome but you could have your art there too hey <laughs> I'm all for it another room you that I didn't expect so that's right I'm that's open. right and I, I, it was so exciting uh, Richard Branson I, I got to meet um, like the princess of Sweden and um, anyway just the list goes on and on but just everybody there was there that was very intentional to save the planet mm -hmm. and i felt every single one of those people that i met was amazing it, whether they were famous or not so that's cool yeah nice. Nice. that is a really cool experience mm -hmm. really so cool. ayla you were also telling us early that here you are you you pick sustainability you want to go into law you want to go into politics Yet you're a little hesitant because you're not very comfortable in public speaking. But you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I said yes to this was because it kind of overcomes my fear and it's little baby steps. So at least I'm not in front of a crowd and I get more comfortable. And I can't. I can only look in one. Way. <laughs> I can't look at both. So. so it's baby steps at a time, and then. But I'm still young. I'll get over it. That's right. That's well, right. And it, it takes right. a lot of courage to face your fears and and public speaking. In, at least, uh, I believe in the United States, is the number one fear, including over death. People are more afraid hmm. oh, well, of public, speeding than the, public speaking than they but are dying. It's one of those things where, for some people, it might just be more of like a fear of the unknown because they're just mm -hmm. so unexperienced with it and the thoughts of the ways they could mess up, they're scared of that. But once they have some experience and then they have some, they're comfortable up there, then it's not even intimidating anymore. So Yeah, yeah I but feel it like takes, it's more it like takes practice. I was... I was mortified of uh, public speaking until I spent, uh, I, I worked at the Arizona Renaissance Festival, and I <laughs> And now you're in an improv band, so this proves my point. And I, and I said hello to the 70,000 people every single day, I said hello to every single one of them, and that got me over my wow. stage fright wow. very quickly. Wow. That's really funny. Yeah. But I did I it did in an English accent, which was easy because I didn't have to be my <laughs> Well, I think what, what's really... Uh, amazing is that you're here and you don't seem like you're having like you don't seem shy at all. I'm not shy. That's not the issue. Well, I mean, I'm very open. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm very good at hiding that. Are you nervous right now? Yes. Okay. Here, 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 drink some more wine. Why don't you put her on the spot more? That might help. Chet, do you have your pen? Uh, no, it's chill. But uh, I have it if you really want to hit it. I want to see. She's like, heck no. <laughs> no, that'll make it worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, what was, like, the biggest challenge of, like, becoming a, like, taking your art skills professionally, basically? 
The biggest challenge was not knowing how to run a business, but a business was running me at the time. Because in reality, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of became something, yeah. right? It, I became to, a lot of people just started to find my work and be like, oh, we want this on prints. And I'm like, what is, what, what? Okay. What is that? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, how do I do this, right? But it's me funding everything first, right? Mm -hmm. So getting in the position to say, okay, a lot of trial and error, right? Mm -hmm. I did a lot of things wrong. When I first shipped my first orders, which was 500 of them, I didn't charge enough for shipping. So I took the brunt oh, of shipping, no. right? So ate some of the cost. Yeah. yeah, I ate some of the cost, right? But then eventually it's like, okay, that is not a mistake I'll be making again, you right? Learned. I learned, but, you know, it was a process, right? And I think a lot of times, you know, when people come to me, other artists, they're like, oh, how'd you do it? Like, how do I get to point the point that you're at? And I'm like, I had to do a lot of trial and error, and I encourage everyone to have that experience. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not going to gatekeep any information and say, oh, I can't share with anything, you know, mm -hmm. anything that I've done. But a lot of that comes, you can't really learn anything or build kind of for yourself if you're not really going through those moments where I'm like, oh, that was so dumb. Like, I really just did charge people $2 for shipping. What was I thinking? The thing's like five pounds, but like, I go to the post office and I'm like taking <coughs> one box to, you know, ship to my family. Okay, it's $20, right? You know? So, yeah. Well, it's, uh, I, I can certainly relate as a serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Most of what I know is because I screwed it up the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same thing. I've yeah. shipped things for not enough money. Mm -hmm. I've not charged enough. Yeah. And I think that's very, very common yeah. uh, for young entrepreneurs. But it's, the, it's, a, it's about the fear of failure. Like part of public speaking is the fear of failure. I know I was deathly afraid of failure when I was younger. I was I succeeded at everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'd try out for something, I would get it. I would I would take a test, I would get a good grade. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I started failing a little bit, and boy, that it was rough at the time. Yeah. But then I realized, wow, in order to succeed, you have to fail, and you have to fail hundreds of times. Yeah. And to be an entrepreneur, and if if there's anything that I've learned in the ten plus companies that I have helped start is that you cannot be afraid of failure. It, it, you have to get over that. You're and that's what I applaud you, Ayla, for getting yes. uh, working Thank on you. that here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, like, dive head first into it mentality. Like, mm -hmm. don't wait, don't yeah. hesitate. I mean, you should have a good business plan and, like, good product set up yeah. before you do it, but just do it. Yeah, so, yeah and you don't know what you don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I look at all the businesses mm -hmm. that I've started, the ones that are still around. If I, I couldn't even have guessed in a million years how any of them mm -hmm. have proceeded. Just like you were saying, yeah. you've, you, if, yeah. two years ago, if we would have been having this conversation, yeah. you wouldn't have had any clue. Yeah, but I think, too, a lot of it is asking questions, right, and not being afraid to ask people that you see already in that, you mm -hmm. know, world, right? So mm -hmm. to me, I wasn't afraid. I'd be like, girl, how'd you do this? Like, right. how'd you get, you know, how do mm -hmm. you communicate with your audience, right? And some people don't want to tell you, but mm -hmm. then there's a few people who are like, oh, yeah, like this is the this is what I took. Like, this is how I did this. And it's like ask those questions. And I'm always encouraging other entrepreneurs, even though my field is different. I still have some experience in other things. But I'm like, hey, ask questions because you never know what room you'll be in. Right. And I can give you business advice on different things. Right. Like how to market yourself and things like that. But it's all about just like not being afraid to ask questions, take risks. You know, know that you're going to fail in some areas because that's going to make you stronger, going to help you not make those mistakes again. And and that's kind of what builds my character as mm -hmm. a business owner. Well, you know? well, it's you amazing. Learn, oh. You learn and then you grow. Mm -hmm. uh, we started this show. Um, actually, we had a producer of ABC 15 that, um, well, first I was on a show that was a political show that mm -hmm. had nothing to do with this show. 
and uh, I was going through a divorce, and a neighbor had this very established show, but it was all about politics. Mm -hmm. And uh, he asked me if I would join in the show. He said, you're so gregarious, and uh, you're loquacious, and you, you know, will you help me get sponsors, mm -hmm. and this and that? And I said, sure. I said, but you can't uh, pay me, because I, my lawyer's saying that I can't have, uh, take any, you know, work mm -hmm. right now. So I said, my I volunteer. My lawyer told me not to say that on the air, but oh, oh, <laughs> on the air right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's a whole different topic. Another secret. Don't get a lawyer if you're ever going through a divorce. Try to work it out. Well, the lawyers just out, try to know? suck up all the money. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, I said, sure, this will distract me. It's very stressful right now. I would love to. And I really enjoyed that. And I ended up, like, pretty much running the show. Uh, because I, I was really good at getting the people and booking everybody and getting the sponsors and doing all that, and I learned so much. But I, what I learned really uh, the most was that that was not my passion. Mm -hmm. I mean, the show was, but not that subject, because mm -hmm. we were talking politics, and all of a sudden it went to the election with Trump, mm -hmm. and he wanted us all to wear Trump shirts and mm -hmm. Trump hats, and I said, I'm not losing all my friends. I will not wear the Trump yeah. stuff. Yeah. And uh, even though I was a Republican, I was like, no, I'm yeah. not going to wear that. And so at the same time, it was just like a miraculous, the owner of the network came to me and said, we would like you to start your own show. Like mm -hmm. literally as I was pondering what I was going to do next, because I was like, okay, I quit, thinking I was going to quit. And then they said to me simultaneously, we yeah. want you to do your own show. That's when I went to a friend that was the producer of ABC. Okay, well, they're all going to get Trump face tattoos, so that's why you... <laughs> oh, God. Wait, okay. no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But one thing that uh, Stormy brought up that was uh, a really like amazing point is when people are willing to like pass on information and share wisdom on different like subjects like that and it's a great thing that people should do like um That's i've had true. different people come to me for like music production mm -hmm. tips and like djing mm -hmm. skills lessons and stuff like that and i think it's really important to pay that information and that knowledge forward mm -hmm. and uh be helpful don't like hoard that information and that knowledge it's good to be helpful yeah. with other artists that are coming up still and yeah. need that you know, wisdom. Yeah. Well, it's I also feel like that's just a general rule of thumb in life. Do unto others as how you want done unto you. So it's like, yeah. if you want someone to do that, then mm -hmm. just do it and pass it on yeah. and it'll always come back to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tenfold, mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring so people, right? You know, at the end of the day, like, even if my impact to you might mm -hmm. not be on my art, like, it could be something else that I've learned in life, a lesson that could, you know, inform you. And so it's like how we met randomly. You're going to so meet someone else and you're going to continue to inspire, whether it be through my art, right? We could have never said anything about my art. I could have talked to you about life or, exactly. I don't know, whatever, you know, the the, the ring you were buying, you know, like we could have related on something completely different. But at the end of the day, it's like there's information and things and ways that we connect with strangers. And, you know, you build these relationships and it's like, how do you give back? I think my impact on this world is bigger than just me and what art I create. Right. When you're there and you meet somebody, why can't you smile and like mm -hmm. be friendly and make yeah. a new friend? Right. I mean, wh what is life about? Yeah. I mean, you know, what would Jesus do? Yeah. I would say life's about art. So that's why I think it's important to have such a high value about it. Because mm -hmm. if you think about it, life would be so boring. Life All imitates art. art. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yes. life absolutely. is also about, like you were saying, helping each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I look at, mm -hmm. um, you know, people who are grumpy, and you know whether they're wealthy or not, and cantankerous, yeah. They're, yeah, they're you know it's they're they're probably not out there helping mm -hmm. people, living their best life. They they usually have a very negative mm -hmm. view of mm -hmm. people, and uh, very sinister I, or cynical, 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 yes. cynical. Yeah. And you know, as a as a coach, I found that that's brought me the biggest joy is helping people maneuver around mistakes that I may mm -hmm. have made in the past or that I see as potential. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I also don't think that um, 
that I'm always right. Like I, I can't tell you how to run your business, mm -hmm. but I can share with you experience that I've had that may mm -hmm. inform what you're going through. And that's yeah. about all you can yeah. really do. It's like planting seeds. I always look at it like kind of like our relationship with God too and like how we mm -hmm. interact with people. We meet people yeah. at different phases of life and it's like I might plant a seed in you today that like you water 10 years down the mm -hmm. road, right? And that's just something you can't rush. Those aren't things that you can force, right? Oh, yes. Such a and great so point. it's like, you know, how do you interact with people? Like I might not make that change today. And I feel like too, honestly, not to get on politics, but I feel mm -hmm. like that, like going through that, I think as a country kind of helped me understand there are gonna be some people that you just can't get through to, mm -hmm. right? right. Mm -hmm. I don't have to force it, but what I can do is be kind and treat mm -hmm. people with kindness and, and just understand, hey, we might not agree on anything, but maybe in five years they might come around and be like, hey, I didn't really agree with you then, but now I could see that how that can maybe affect you. But that's not the life I was living. So mm -hmm. I can't see that. Right. So it's like, how do you live in other people's shoes? How do you understand that your walk is going to be completely different? And a lesson that I'm learning today might not be for you today and vice versa. So yeah, people definitely that. evolve. We evolve. We change. Yeah. And so on that note of what we were talking about earlier, uh, I felt devastated when uh, that co-host was going to move to Texas mm -hmm. and we basically couldn't do the show together and I didn't think I could do it you know by myself mm -hmm. because we had kind of like this uh then came along Dynamic, Martin yeah. and it was like wow this is even better it's yeah. like I don't know we just get each other like well I was helping you at that well, point well yes you're ubiquitous <laughs> well it's actually I mean actually, actually, I think it was you brought <laughs> yeah. you had uh joined with uh, both Rachel and Chet when I first started they yes. were both yes. co-hosting when they yes. could and uh, you're right. And we all know who the superior co-host really was. Uh. <laughs> hey, I always say that. I always say that you're... you're, you're oh, I was you're messing around, but okay, thank you, you for the invitation. <laughs> you're still here. Yeah, that's okay. We love Rachel, but she's found she's other in things. smaller quantities. Oh! <laughs> you know what, to compare as ODS, you guys are Rachel, both amazing. Rachel, if you want me to smack him, just text me. <laughs> we are messing around. <laughs> and, and, you know, we really... Um, we always have a good time, and we just want to make a difference here. Mm -hmm. And and but what I'm, you just said by trial and error, and you figure things out. And so mm -hmm. people just have to figure that out. You know, baby steps of, you know, starting that business or starting yeah. what your passion is, like what you're talking about doing, and what you're already doing, and and uh, well, you're doing it too. Uh, you have a sustainable <laughs> uh, minor, and that's exciting. And you want to go to law school. Uh, you know, it's just the baby steps of um, making it happen. Mm -hmm. And. Well, I think it's, I mean, a lot of it's just being aware of it. Like, you know, when mm -hmm. I was your age, which was a long time ago. Um, I thought you I was were 20. No, God, no. He's like 35. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I've, yeah, anyway. He's a year older than <laughs> But I, I was completely oblivious to all that. That just wasn't mm -hmm. discussed. It wasn't, um, there was no social media. Mm -hmm. There was no um, active way of uh, disseminating that information. And I was, you know, raised very conservatively. So, you know, the idea of sustainability and that kind of thing was kind of a, almost a you know, it was woo woo mm -hmm. metaphysical mm -hmm. notion back then. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. turns out 20, 30 years later, they were all right the entire time. Mm -hmm. But most people in my generation see it as, like I said, woo woo or some some kind of mystical thing where it's it's not at all. It's very concrete. Mm -hmm. How do you feel now, about this? Because do, that's your, your, your minor. Now, do you think that they just feel woo-woo because they know it's not going to affect them because, I'm sorry to say, but they'll be dead by the time it affects them? I, but I think they don't that's think about very the possible. I, I think mm -hmm. that um, uh, definitely the people from my generation and before are very selfish. 
Um, I definitely was, I believe, when I was in my 20s and 30s. And I think that the generation, the younger generations that I've seen and the gen younger generations that I've taught, you know, doing improv, uh, comedy and improv theater, I absolutely think that uh, the, the younger uh, folks that are, you know, two to three generations younger than I am are very aware. They're very, um, they're more caring of their fellow man. Not everybody, obviously. Um, but the, the at majority. least the, the ones that I've been, that I've had the pleasure of, of either teaching or being taught by um, are, are far more than anybody I can think of mm -hmm. when I was that age. Actually, it was my kids that got me into sustainability. Both of them were like, you know, Mom, you're in this house that's like way too big. You, know, you don't need to live in a house that's like 7,000 square feet. You don't, you know, you don't need to be watering all these trees. And, you know, you don't my, need my a gold started, toilet. My, 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 my daughter started wow, shopping awesome. at the Goodwill yeah. and, and the two of them. And you know, they were like, you know, repurposing things and saving things and just not. I mean, he'll run to his gym. So, mm -hmm. he, you know, saving. A, now, today he didn't want a carpool. I don't know. I, I don't want to get stuck in a we car with you. I, 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 think he stopped at, I think he stopped at the dispensary as well. No, I stopped <laughs> to get some caffeine. I was okay, Mike, I have a question weekend. for you. Like, I know, like, you two probably, like, I remember when I used mm -hmm. to kind of, like, be like, Ugh, I will not go to the Goodwill. Like, take me to Abercrombie or wherever was a, 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 a pasta. I don't know. Yeah. Right? But, like, I remember when that transition happened for me. Like, so when did that happen for you and kind of what inspired you to be like, hey, like, do I really need... Well, we actually used to be sponsored by Goodwill, yeah. and so um, we were just years. able to see how much good they do for the community. Mm -hmm. um, they actually uh, do a lot of job training for people that want to get That's back awesome. into the workforce, and then all the recycling they do is mm -hmm. like really impressive. That's the largest course. recycler. In the state. Uh, in the state. In, yeah. in, in, oh, wow. In, in I didn't Arizona. know that. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's amazing. Actually, yeah. in the city of Phoenix. They're yeah. actually in the states. They're all around. They're ubiquitous. Yeah. So it's an amazing, you know, business to support um, and put money back into that mm -hmm. system. And also, it's like fun. You can go thrift shopping, get some right. random shirt for like $10. Kind. They're like, this is yeah. really and no cool. One, and no one might have it, right? Yeah. When you think of like reselling and shoes, I don't know if you guys are into That's the culture. That's huge right now. Like, oh, right? Yeah. It's that limited edition mm -hmm. feeling, even though maybe 5,000 people have it, right. but like a Goodwill, like well, and I found, a bunch of boomers I have found, it in their yeah. closet. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. that's true. Well, and I found $150, $200 shirts for $10 at Goodwill. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. So there's fun mm -hmm. little finds like that. Yeah. And then that $10 is going back to a business that's actually helping the actually, community. Actually, this is one of the shirts. Like... This is a shirt. Okay, so there's a little boutique at the Phoenician. I will pump this because uh, I, I can't think of the name of the store, but they it's a little boutique. And the lady repurposes one of a kind, and then she bedazzles things. Oh. And it's quite expensive, but it's uh, it's repurposed. Mm -hmm. And then well, it's her hours of labor to do it. Yeah. Right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But she sells time. like uh, army jackets. The army jackets are like real surplus mm -hmm. army, authentic. And then she bedazzles them, and they're like a thousand dollars. Yeah. So you're true. really, but but you're supporting. Yeah. And they do look like something you could get at Goodwill. So. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at home. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a future entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's pretty amazing that you wow. know she's doing that, and people are paying it. I mean, the lady. Well, and, and money is just store. energy, right? And even mm -hmm. though, let's say it's a thousand dollars, right? And but that's that they she are probably put ten, you know, she put this was like ten or hours. twenty hours worth of work in. Yeah. And that's only one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. And yeah. That's at least what yeah. artists and you know entrepreneurs should be. I mean, be that out that's there. a big thing, right? Like yes. especially in my field, because there's kind of like mm -hmm. a question mark onto what to charge. That's a trial and error, right? So oh, when I started, I'm like. 
what do I charge for this, right? Mm -hmm. It's taking me this long. But I will say being a graphic designer, there's some understanding because there's an hourly rate that I make in my career, right? right? And the more education I have and the more school I go through, the more I can charge you. The more confidence. Exactly. The more I more I can sit there and be like, uh, uh, uh. Well, if you I've... put your storefront in the Phoenician, you can put a few bedazzles on it. $1,500 on there. I'm past $1,500. We're at like five k for me to even oh, look at it. Oh, I was just messing around about that store <laughs> Yeah. I was like, hey, I hey, you, you, that's a dream. That's on my bucket list. Like, like okay? this $100. That's I mean, on my bucket list, right? It's just an old T-shirt that they repurposed and then they bedazzled it. It's so cute. Yeah. It's super it cute. cute. Yeah. But you know, it's repurposed and it's nice yeah. to um, support it's that. For the know? effort, it's for the cost. That store is exactly. just, it's exactly. funny to me because they got me to go in there. I was like, this is the store you were talking about. Were you like, <laughs> I guess I just don't like like camo. I'm just not like a hunter. Oh, or oh I don't like camo either. Yeah, exactly. It's just stuff. Not you don't look like a bedazzled yeah. Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be attracting the wrong attention. How much time do we have, Dominic? Uh, still 15 minutes. Okay, right. great, great, great. I think we're, 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 we're having a lot of fun here. Um, I feel that everybody's energy is just really happy here. Yeah, I'm very relaxed, very, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm inspired. My daughter's 24, mm -hmm. and I mean, I, I want her desperately to meet both of you. Um, because yes, exactly. you know, you're, you're inspiring uh, not only you know yourselves, but you're inspiring a generation of young ladies like yourself. Mm -hmm. And we're definitely about Inspir inspirational women are uh, yeah, absolutely women rule the world, right? We yes, do. yes, we've we I do. believe we've already covered that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're done. With we that. can't say it enough. It's just true. Okay. <laughs> That's totally fair. How are we well, going to trash pickup with your art? Let's do this. Um, I don't know. I have to wait a little bit because I do have client work that kind of okay. takes got, up a lot of my time. But we have to wait for after summer so, anyway. It's yeah, too hot. Yeah, we have to wait yeah, till October. October. My but, birthday. Let's do it yeah, around my birthday. Like I'm When's fine. your birthday? Yeah. October 20th. Okay. okay. Let, 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 let's do my birthday. My birthday could be us like saving the planet. One, One show at a time. <laughs> we'll do a trash pickup on my birthday. I was going to okay. say one trash at a time, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think just while we're touching on, like, the aspect of, like, you know, empowering women, we should touch on the fact that it's really messed up that they're thinking about overturning Roe versus Wade. Like, we should just openly say that we're pro-choice here. We don't think we think women should have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. Like. I think it's yeah. despicable that they're going to overturn not, that. Not only do I agree with you, I but totally it is, agree with you. It, yeah, people I, shouldn't be forced to be parents yeah. in a yeah. world that already has, it's so expensive mm -hmm. just to live right now. How do you feel about yeah. it? I'm insane. very much pro-choice, mm -hmm. but I don't want to go too into what I feel, my opinion about it, because it's a sustainability show, not a political show, but That's I get fair. very, very passionate. But it's a women's passionate. rights issue, it technically. It is, so. 100%. It's women's it's, rights. It goes beyond I politics, really. But when very, people are happy, then life is more sustainable because when people walk well, around when the people planet are and they're happy, they, they pass the this happiness is about on. Real and they well, if you think about it, okay, well, let's bring it to a sustainability factor. Okay, so yeah. we're not pro-choice anymore, right? We're we just you just have to have the baby. So then we have we already have overpopulation. Mm -hmm. So then resources mm -hmm. over resources. What about all those kids that are already in foster care and mm -hmm. need to be adopted, stuff like that? What what about them? Well, well, and we're seeing the tip is, of the iceberg with overpopulation. Like, COVID is a symptom of overpopulation. Yeah. And inflation. We're yeah. running out of resources. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. it's like, that's not solving any of our problems yeah. if women don't even, have their own right to choose on their own bodies. Worse, just like well, I know, uh, Isla, Isla, already told me that she doesn't want to have children because she wants to be better to the planet and not... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd rather adopt or foster. Adopt. And she wants to adopt. If Absolutely. I can help 
yeah. in that way and impact someone's life that could have a terrible life, not necessarily yeah. a terrible life, but right. impact in a better way, then that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Well, and I think mm-hmm. that um, a lot of women, I know my daughter is considering the same thing, rather than um, having her body go through this thing um, that, that it, it hurts and it, it affects you hormonally and all this it's stuff. Like, it's I like 11 months that. of torture, basically. Right. If I guys had to do that. it, there would be yeah. two people on the planet. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's well, I second that. Um, yeah. I encourage everyone to get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, um, I disagree. I, I thought it was the best thing I ever did was having, for people no. that out there that are listening, I loved being pregnant. I loved having my kids and my t- my two kids are the best thing that ever happened to me. I love them so much. So I'm That's not saying don't fair, have biological children. Yeah. I'm just saying like if Support the opportunity the is present, yes. mm-hmm. but there's nothing that I've never experienced it, but there's nothing that can sur- surpass that experience right. like yeah. you would know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should you be a decision it. that everybody is choosing to do. It should right. be something somebody's right. forced into. Mm-hmm. That's insane to force yes. somebody to be so a So back to sustainability. Well, back to sustainability. <laughs> well, you were asking me what I thought about the current topic on hand, and yeah. I think that's a very yeah. pertinent thing. Yeah. You know, with podcasting, you got to talk about the current issues, and that's right. obviously a very big issue right now. It's so huge. blow up your politicians. Yeah. You know, they haven't made the decision yet. If there's more yeah, blowback, there's yeah. No, yeah. more blowback, some of those justices might change their vote. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, if everybody's vocal about it and bringing attention to it, and don't just, like, let this be a topic that goes into the ADD news cycle and people stop talking about it next week. Like, it's something that everybody needs to be talking about until, you know, the decision happens and then after. So, well, And, I, and I, I'm i going to also talk about a little bit mm-hmm. just about the foster care system because you because you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you're a foster to, dad. I, I, I fostered a young man from about mm-hmm. the fifth grade on to 18 and uh, mm-hmm. along with, you know, my own family. And it was one of the most um, rewarding things uh, mm-hmm. that we could have done. And this young man went from more than likely mm-hmm. being in a life of crime. Uh, he was already down that path. He was in, you know, uh, a boys' institution at, at, at the uh, when we were able to to bring him to our house. And he's now a functioning, amazing member of society. He's uh, he's in filmmaking, so he's doing art. Uh, he's a MMA fighter, so he's getting his aggression out in a positive mm-hmm. way. And I can't even imagine my life if I wouldn't have uh, uh, had that young uh, person in my life and still have that young person in my life. And, you know, I, I look at my daughter who wants to foster rather than have her own. I look at my son who would rather foster uh, than, and be, but, but they also grew Good up for you. with this mm-hmm. young man. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, so More really people need to try amazing. to do that. that it really but it's amazing. an example, right? You set an example for your kids, right? You know, yeah. we our 100%. parents are a lot of what we look after, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like your parents or your kids seeing you do it and how impactful that was probably on their lives. It encourages them to do it and it'll affect the generations that they, you know, well, and the people that ain't they interact absolutely. with. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I was also when they were children on boards of directors of nonprofits mm-hmm. that um, helped foster kids so they actually Mm -hmm. every Christmas they put together uh, food baskets Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. presents uh, for foster kids uh, help put together clothing for young uh, kids that were just yanked out of their home Mm -hmm. with nothing but maybe a backpack or potentially nothing Mm -hmm. Um, and and, you know if you do even do a slight dive into the foster Mm -hmm. care system um, you realize that it needs a ton 
ton of yep. ton of help. Get out there and it foster does. the kids. Uh, we never did fostering kids, but uh, I let both my kids invite all the kids that wanted to come over after school to do homework with them, have snack, play sports, and a lot of them were going to go to the Boys and Girls Club, which I'm, is the greatest place on earth because everybody gets to go there. But those kids got to come to our house and every day. They didn't even have to ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the car would fill up with all these fun <laughs> kids, and it was really fun. So, you know, it's nice to just spread the love and always be accepting. And, you know, some of the um, kids had uh, a divorced parent and they, they were a single mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really nice to just, you know, try to help others. Yes. So make a difference. Get out there. Dominic, how are we doing on time? Uh, seven minutes still. Seven minutes. So I want to hear a little bit more about um, your dreams and hopes. Ayla, you start first. Tell us just a little bit, just just give us some of your dreams that you you can okay, so you would like to see. I guess I dream kind of big, but I yeah. That's good. <laughs> I would going. love to work for the Department of Justice okay. as a prosecutor or the ACLU, mm-hmm. if that was more in the lawyer realm. But then mm-hmm. obviously run for office, which would be at a local, state, or federal. Federal would be the main goal, which will be eventually mm-hmm. um, president. Oh, there you uh, go. Right. You know, yes. yeah, I'm not, I would, I don't think I'll be the first female president, <laughs> but. president for the start. Yeah, exactly. Be a female president. So that would be really cool. So that's kind of more my career. Well, if George Bush can do it, you can do it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, and it's awesome to see someone getting into politics because you like care about the planet. So many yeah. people end up just going into politics because of the money. Oh, or no. the power or one of those. Yeah, it's it has very, nothing to do with that. It's the impact. The politicians now are just so selfish. So it's well, neat. and then they get paid yeah. out. So yes. then they're the payouts for the corporations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that also yeah. with the regulations changed. needs to be changed and addressed. That, that definitely needs to be changed. So Iceland is supposed to be very sustainable. Yes. Did that inspire you at all when you made your decision to have a sustainable miner? Um, no, I wish I could say yes, okay. but no. Okay. Thank <laughs> um, you for being honest. But later on, learning about it just made me even more proud of my heritage and mm-hmm. where so my family amazing. came from. And I was pinching myself. We got to go to the Our Day Summit. Our, our show was there um, and watch the uh, president of Iceland speak about how sustainable their country is. And I just was blown away by uh, all the facts. I can't remember everything, but they're just right up there with Sweden as being mm-hmm. extremely sustainable. No, it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it is truly. We were talk, I think we were talking about this at lunch. I, I, I mean, I love the U.S., however, we are so <laughs> far behind on so many things and yeah. continue to fall behind. Like, you know, the, we were talking about the chemicals that go into the, the European Union. They know the has, all the hazardous chemicals. Mm-hmm. They know where they're going, they're doing, how they're being used, and they know how they're disposed of. That doesn't happen here. And so I, I, I applaud you for you know, stepping up and saying, I'm, you know what, I'm going to try to do something about it. Thank you. That's yeah. incredible. Applaud me after I get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Get the credit after. <laughs> yeah, give me the credit Stormy. after. I want to know if Stormy's been inspired because I think that you do care so much about the planet. I want to know ways that you might start. Well, let's hear her long-term. Art. Yeah, what hear, about her goals? Yeah, we yes. want to hear her long-term goals. dreams okay. and yes. goals. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, Daniel. um... <laughs> So I'll tackle my long-term dreams and goals. I mean, uh, for me, making an impact on my community is important um, mm-hmm. and bringing awareness through my art. And just like being a young black woman in a lot of the spaces that I am, I can sometimes be the only person in those spaces. And mm-hmm. just like setting a good example of like how, you know, sometimes I've like 
long story short, I've been in spaces where I was the only black person that some people have met. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and, and you know, mm-hmm. navigating that is navigating through maybe stereotypes that they may have seen on TV and things like that. And so I realized that I have a really big role to fill and choose to fill. And so I want to be impactful in my environment and my creativity and art and design. And so, you know, that is a big goal of mine is to um, encourage the youth on, like, how to be designers, how to be artists and creatives, how to start a business, do what I did or do what I did, don't do, you know, whatever it is that inspires them. But like, you know, I know that I represent for a lot of young children who are like, wow, I want to be like that. I want to, you know, so I want to keep paving the path and being a trailblazer in my industry or whatever industry I decide to do. I might do real estate one day. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? We'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure you're going to be a trailblazer wherever you (laughs) Both of you seem to be, definitely have that energy. And I, and I think we talked about this earlier. You know, I have a, a, a wise friend who, who told me that we're all only one conversation away from solving any problem. Mm-hmm. And I take great, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I, it just, because of the show, because of all the conversations that we get to have, just mm-hmm. this conversation mm-hmm. yes. alone could inspire any one of yeah. us to solve some huge problem 10 yeah. years from now that we're, and we don't even know it. So yeah. I, I and just, together. Uh, and right? together, yeah. absolutely. And that's so amazing that one of your goals is just to continue to inspire because I feel like every artist has that one artist that kind of really inspired them mm-hmm. and made, made them make that mm-hmm. leap and start yeah. starting to create their own yeah. like visual art or music, mm-hmm. whatever you're yeah. going to. I mean, I get messages daily from people just being like, you know, five years ago, I saw you kind of like start designing and like that impacted me to help me do, you know, what I wanted to do. And I'm like... Yo, really? Like that's crazy. Like that's stop. I get scared. I'm like, why are you guys looking at me? Like, <laughs> don't follow me. Like, but you know, in reality, it is. Like to them, it's like you know, even if I think that's something so small, and that's probably one of my downfalls is like, I have this mindset where I'm kind of feel like, oh, I'm undeserving of where I am. Right? You're very humble. Like it. I don't even know. And I've been like that since I was an athlete, and it's. It's bad. Sometimes it's bad, right? Because I don't really appreciate the things that I have been able to accomplish in the three years of and living you, in Arizona. And you should take pride in that, you, like because yeah. you have some really impressive accomplishments under your Thank belt. You. We didn't even really get to go down that list. <laughs> but the, but there's gonna be a part two. I know this. Yeah. This, this show went so fast. Yeah. So there's so, so much we want to talk to you about. So before we have a few minutes oh, left, so if you mm-hmm. could say, if you could tell people how to find you. Yeah. Yes. So follow me on social media, uh, Stormay underscore S T O R M A E. Uh, my name is Stormy Nesbit. I've never seen another one in the world, so you should be able to <laughs> <laughs> Google that. Right. So you're not, Ayla, how do people your name's find not you ubiquitous. To support your no. uh, political campaign oh, and follow. donate. <laughs> What's your hashtag yeah. going to be? I don't know. You're, you might have to help I me. I got you. I got you. Um, follow me at Ayla Yonina on Instagram, A-Y-L-A-J-O-N-I-N-A. All right. Wonderful. I don't have any other social media. That's so. okay. And uh, you can follow us on inthegreenroom.green. You can find Chet's music at Deep Chetty. And uh, yes, Chetty music. Of, excuse me, Deep Chetty music. <laughs> and uh, well, I mean, on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff, it's just Deep Chetty. So there we go. And my on, Instagram handle is Deep Chetty. We're music, on 15 though, so. podcast channels. Just look for In the Green Room, find the tree. That's us. And then we're also on the Star Worldwide Network, so you can listen uh, listen anytime on that. And then we also go live on Tuesdays. That's right. On the Star and remember, yesismorefun.com if you want to get a hold of me. And also remember, no is less work. Don't forget. <laughs> yes is more fun. We'll close with one. Everybody give one sustainable tip like that you uh, think is like kind of unique. 
Okay, um, Stormy. Uh, this is a shameless plug, I guess. Blue Land. Um, cleaning, oh, that's right. Yeah, cleaning yes. and home products. I actually was able to do a collab with them, and they are a great um, company. All right, and Ayla, okay. real quick. Oh, don't use uh, plastic bags because sea turtles eat them, and then they get full and die of starvation. That's right, they think they're jellyfish. Okay, yes. take, take oranges after you uh, squeeze them in your water and put them on your skin because it, 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 instead of buying vitamin C cream, you can yeah. just use right. the uh-huh. vitamin C. Look both ways before you cross the street. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> pull out. Pull out method because the world is overpopulated. And you don't want those sea turtles choking on condoms. So...